Tweakers, Tweakers, Thrill Freaking Seekers, welcome back to another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of Freaking Our Weekend Review on WAYOLP Freaking Rochester, also on Apple Freaking Podcast, Freaking Spotify, and Freaking SoundCloud if anyone freaking wants to know. Tweakers, Tweakers, Thrill Freaking Seekers, my name is Taylor the Mossman Lofton, and with me as always to my left is Sandy the Sandman Ferguson. Bringing up the rear, we have Teddy Richard the Snowman, all via the great satellite in the sky, Satellite Freaking New York. Tweakers, Tweakers, Thrill Freaking Seekers, and the freaking panels, start your freaking engines. This is our week in freaking review. <gasps> tweakers, Tweakers, Thrill Freaking Seekers. It has been one week since we last spoke. And I find myself waking early in the dawn with a throbbing eruption, but not because I am horny, but because my bladder is filled with piss. See, the eruption, weakers and tweakers, acts as a stop loss, a cork, if you will. When the member quivers and swells, the blood inside of it creates a sort of seal to the urethra. Due to pressure, stopping me from wetting myself. When I stumble forth out of the bed and finally get to that porcelain throne and release suddenly the golden shower is spraying in all sorts of directions two maybe three streams coming forth from the single hole even God's great whale never dealt with a blowhole with a splash like this Clean up myself in the toilet as best I can and appear at my figure in the mirror. Gaunt I am. A shrunken man. A thin man. A hopeless man. A very, very wet man. And then I wake up. Thought I'd get that off my chest, top of the hour. Uh, wait, so that was a freaking dream? Yeah. Yep, it was a dream. You dreamed of waking up with a freaking erection? In my dream, I had to pee, and I woke up with a rock-hard Rodney, and I let the stream flow, felt the relief, the yellow relief, and saw my reflection in the mirror, gaunt, thin. Right. 
Yeah, no, I freaking heard all that. And then, so in your dream, you pissed the freaking bed, but when you woke up, there was no freaking piss, or, or you dreamed that you pissed the bed and woke up and you actually had freaking piss the bed. I dreamed that I urinated in the toilet and it made a, quite a mess. And then I woke up and I had piss in the bed and made quite okay. a mess, different type of mess. So, yeah, this is a story about you freaking being, being in the freaking bed. I freaking understand. I freaking get it. Um... And as someone who freaking pees the bed quite freaking often, it's honestly, I wouldn't freaking worry about it. It's one of those things you can pretty much just sweep it under the freaking rug. Um, it's not a freaking, it's really not a freaking issue. Yeah. Well, I'm already just sleeping on the box spring. So. You're sleeping on the box spring? Yeah. So you don't have a mattress? Yeah. So you just so you pissed the freaking box spring? Yeah. So. What happened to your freaking mattress? Yeah, where's your mattress? Never had a mattress. Didn't come with a mattress. The mattress had bed bugs. They threw the mattress out before I moved in. Kept the box spring. Box spring also has bed bugs. Do you know you know that mattresses don't have to like it's not the box spring is not exclusively used for one mattress. Can use different mattresses. You can go out and get a different mattress. Yeah. But then the box spring would miss its brother. I don't really have a response for that. I do. I can say no, it freaking wouldn't. What do you? I can say what the heck are you freaking talking about? No, the freaking well, box yeah. spring wouldn't miss its freaking brother. Also, the freaking brother is if if the freaking box spring was freaking capable of missing its freaking brother. Wouldn't it already miss its freaking brother because you don't freaking have a freaking box spring? I mean, a freaking mattress. Well, and maybe I, if you were to get a freaking new mattress, your box spring would think to itself, oh my goodness, I have a freaking brand new freaking brother. And I can, and I don't have to freaking deal with being freaking pissed on anymore. Yeah. Well, I just thought that the new mattress would remind the box spring of a love once lost. Yeah. No, it freaking wouldn't. No. Well, nevertheless, I am feeling quite thin, and people lately have been saying, Taylor, you're looking so thin and gaunt, and it is stress, Uyghurs and Tweakers. That's what I was hinting at with my illusions and my illumination at the beginning of the hour, is that I am stressed out, and it is taking a physical toll on my body. Uh, well, freaking blessed, uh, freaking blessed are thee, I suppose. Yeah. yeah, man, bless you. Well, God bless yeah. you both for being here, brother Sandy, brother, brother, brother Tadia. What have you given this week? Uh, I'm first of all, I'm very freaking horny. Um, thank you for the freaking blessing. Um, and uh, as far as uh, what I have freaking given this week, um, I have given, uh, I, well, I freaking, I gave, um, uh, I gave in the form of a freaking copay, uh, to the freaking doctor. I paid freaking $20 to the freaking doctor. Um, uh, from what I can tell the guys a freaking total freaking quack. Um, because I said, I said, freaking doc, there's a freaking, I, I think I got the freaking long freaking COVID because my freaking, my freaking legs have been freaking so damn freaking sore that I can freaking barely freaking stand. And he said that he said that is not freaking COVID. And I said, okay. Um, I don't. I said, okay. I'm getting the feeling that you're a freaking quack um, uh, right off the freaking bat. And I don't. And that doesn't freaking fill me with a lot of freaking confidence. Um, 
he started saying, "What other freaking, what other freaking gymdoms are you are you feeling?" And I said, "Well, um, I like I said, freaking pain in my freaking uh, freaking legs, um, freaking pain in my freaking lower back, um, spasms of the freaking butt muscles." Um, and I said things of that freaking nature. Diarrhea. You have some freaking diarrhea, um, some freaking uh, diarrheal, uh, some freaking diarrheal, freaking explosions, some explosive, um, some freaking explosive, uh, some explosive freaking uh, spasm from the freaking butt muscles. Um, he mentioned something. Uh, he mentioned he started yapping at the freaking uh, gums about freaking sciatica. Um, freaking and something called freaking uh, spinal stenosis and a freaking electrolyte freaking imbalance. Um, yeah, um, and he really is pushing the freaking spinal imbalance. Uh, freaking spinal. What the heck was it? Freaking heck was it? Spinal uh, spinal stenosis. Meningitis. Uh, no, no, not freaking meningitis. He did not say anything about freaking meningitis. Um, he mentioned something about freaking spinal stenosis, which uh, can be freaking caused by a freaking herniated freaking disc. Um, and I guess that may, that means that you're freaking something pops out of whack in your freaking spine, and then the freaking canal gets freaking narrow, and the freaking I guess what he said is that your brain is connected to your freaking back, which is also connected uh, connected to the freaking spasms in your freaking butt muscles. And he said, and that might all have something to do with your freaking pain in your freaking legs. Um, and he freaking recommended freaking physical freaking therapy. You gotta be kidding me. Um, Did you I tell said, him you've been doing it? You've been I've been I flipping said, you twice a day. Yeah. I said I well I said Doug I said freaking doc. I mean freaking physical therapy. I freaking do I freaking have sessions of freaking physical therapy every single freaking moment of every single freaking day when I freaking grab a hold of my freaking wiener and freaking play with myself. Uh he he said and he said that he said, Do you really think that's what I was freaking talking about? When I said freaking physical therapy, and I said, well, it's a very freaking, I said, well, when you haven't freaking seen me freaking do it, doc, it's very freaking physical. Um, because a lot of times freaking nothing freaking comes out and I got to freaking go at this freaking thing for freaking 45 freaking minute. Um, anyway, he said, no, he said, he said, that's, I'm not, that's not what I'm freaking talking about. Physical therapy is maybe you need to be, start freaking, um, Working on some exercise. I guess freaking exercising is what he freaking is what he freaking meant. Yeah. Well, you got to be careful. Both my parents had freaking meningitis. My dad had meningitis. My mom had freaking meningitis. So it was bad. My doctor says I have gingivitis. Well, blessed are thee. When do the appointments begin? And I will take you there, and I will be with you. Um, I, well, I, first of all, I said, I said, doc, I, I, you know, I'm not really going to tell you, I think it's freaking COVID. I said, I freaking had freaking COVID several freaking times before. Um, and, and I, I, and he said, well, um, how much longer do you think you will freaking last before you want to freaking take a different approach? And I said, doc, I mean, if it's going to freaking get, get me back on my freaking feet and get rid of some of this freaking pain and some of this freaking numbness and some of these freaking, uh, spasms of my freaking buttocks muscles, um, I'll freaking start tomorrow, so I'm I'm actually starting freaking tomorrow. Yeah, well, God bless it or thee, and I will be God there to thank you for the blessing. Take you to your appointment, and uh, when it comes down to it, you really have two decisions: physical therapy or getting a really cool wheelchair. And obviously, both are good; both have benefits. Yeah, um, definitely. I mean, here's the freaking thing: I have definitely freaking enjoyed. Being in the freaking wheelchair, um, people seem to be freaking kinder to you. Um, you have to freaking walk away freaking less. 
Uh, and there's, man, as you mentioned, there's a freaking toilet. Um, there's a freaking toilet attached to it. And it's basically a freaking toilet on freaking wheels. And I was reluctant to do it, um, to use that freaking toilet up until about freaking four days ago. And I, I was finally said, well, I'm just, I'm just going to, why wouldn't I freaking use this? Yeah. And, um, wouldn't you know it? I mean, it was, I mean, it was freaking great. I was, I was on the freaking computer and I was freaking sitting in the freaking chair and I was typing away. Um, I was looking up some freaking, I was doing some freaking research. I was freaking playing with myself and I just went to the freaking bathroom right there. Huh. Yeah, and I had to clean it out. Yeah. And yeah. I freaking very much, and freaking God bless you for freaking doing it. Yeah, well, thank you for the buzzing. And we pray here for a dramatic healing of sorts and a blessing to be placed upon thee. Weakers and tweakers, this has been a difficult time. Sandy Fargus lost the use of his legs because he has angina. And. I lost the use of my brain, and I'm losing weight, and Tadia, god damn it, how you doing, how you been, how horny are you, God bless you, and how was your week? Um, thank you for the blessing, uh, I am very uh, melancholy this week, um, uh, it has not been a great week, I'm very freaking horny though, um, but yeah, uh, we're talking about lost things, I mean, Sandy can, can never walk again, and... Taylor, your brain did. Um, thank you for the blessing. And uh, Taylor, I, I don't always exactly understand what's going on with you, but I know yeah. it's bad. Um, and Doug Jordan is off making disgusting food with yeah. his business rival. Makes no sense. He's going to be out of business in a week. Um, but I, on the other hand, have been trying to uh, win back the favor of my my fair maiden, uh, the blind who uh, did dump me uh, last week, and um, I've been devastated ever since. But I've been doing a lot of romantic gestures to try and get her back, um, to to enchant her, if you will. Mm. Um, and yeah, and uh, none of it's worked so far. What uh, have you been doing? Well, the first thing I did was I left flowers and a note for her on her doorstep. Um, but she must not have seen it. Well, she couldn't have seen it. I know she didn't see it because she's blind. Um, and she just kind of, she kind of stepped on the flowers and I, I don't know what she thought she was stepping on, but she just kind of kicked it off to the side into the yard. Um, I was watching from across the street, hoping that maybe I could go up and, and kiss her after she, she read the flowers. Um, but so that didn't work. So uh, later that night, I I actually showed up to her door. I knocked on the door, started playing some Christmas freaking music and holding up signs um, that that professed my love for her, a la freaking uh, Love Actually. Horrible movie. Lee and Neeson tries to get his 13-year-old son laid. Can't tell you to go see it. Won't tell you to go see it. Um, the whole point of that movie, though, is that when they do the sign thing, they don't speak. So I didn't actually speak up, and she... Um, she had no idea I was there. She all she heard was Christmas music and no one talking. So I think she thought there were freaking carolers maybe at her door, because um, she gave me a dollar and that said God bless you and just closed the door. Um, so I, that's when I decided I really had to freaking step up my game. I, you know, I decided, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna I'm gonna do one of the most romantic gestures ever, and I'm gonna profess my love for her right in her front lawn using gasoline um 
to write out the letters. Uh, that one, I- I'm pretty sure that one would have actually worked, but I um, severely underestimated how quickly gasoline burns, and uh, I kind of lit I, I lit uh, her front yard and the tree in the front yard on fire, and the fire department had to come, and she, you know, that obviously didn't work. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. At least you're trying and and putting forth your best effort and we celebrate that. Obviously arson is a crime and should be punished and I usually mm-hmm. is punished by death, I believe. But mm-hmm. nevertheless, um, I, yeah. I wanted to just briefly freaking suggest um, perhaps next course of action uh, should be using your freaking going back to using your freaking words yeah no i thought about that too like after after the fire department left and and the 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 yard was in 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 ashes i i you know what i i took a step back and i thought maybe i should have just talked to her yeah because even if even if it worked out as you had freaking hoped yeah she still can't I mean you keep doing this. She still can't read the freaking message. She can't read the note you wrote her. Right. She can't freaking see you holding up signs that need to be freaking read. And she can't read a message sprawled out in freaking gasoline flaming on her freaking front lawn. All right. No, that that's a good point that you brought up. I didn't really think about that. Maybe a freaking megaphone. I got an idea. I could hold a boom box outside her window. Or maybe you could John Cusack. cut off your ear and mail it to her like Van Gogh. It would be a romantic gesture. Well, you know, I actually on my on my way to the store the other day, I uh, I found a dead squirrel on the side of the road, and she mentioned how much she loves squirrels. So maybe I could just send her that. Be hilarious. Yeah. Well, geez, Louise, down to my knees, weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, blessed are thee for coming today. Now. We have one quick segment before we get into our week's news and discussions, so without further freaking ado. You've tried to give back, but nothing's gone right. Each blunder progresses into a virulent blight. The friends that you had are your friends no longer. The friends that you had are your friends no longer. As you wither away, Dawson grows stronger. You must find a way out of the proverbial sinkhole before your insides go soggy and fall out of your pink hole. So you look to a time when you were happiest as a child, when the bright lights of Broadway shimmered bright and wild. Then you remember the joys of being in the theater with your grandparents you watched from the handicapped cedar. Two men in tights played with their long swords while you thumbed your wiener through a bag of popcorn. Wouldn't it be nice to give back something like that? The magic of the theater in one single act. If this is an experience you seek to gain, please stay tuned for our week's theater in the public domain. So, geez, Louise, down to my knees. What we've done here is found a public domain piece uh, by a Horace Holly, and we're going to kind of act out the uh, the play. It's a one-act play, three characters, and kind of enliven the show for you in that way so that you can experience the theater in our give-centered focus as we have been doing as of late. Any questions? 
Um, I mean, do we have any freaking background on this freaking play or, or the or the other? I'm not freaking familiar with Horace yeah, Holly. Okay? I'm not familiar yeah. with Horace Holly. Never heard of Horace, Horace right. Holly. Well, geez, Louise, down to my knees. Pictures, a play in one act by Horace Holly. The following one act play is reprinted from Read Aloud Plays. Horace Holly, New York, 1916. Now in the public domain. Characters, Sylvia, played by Taylor Lofton. Joe, played by Tadia Risher. Mr. Wentworth, played by Zandy Vargas. A studio on the Rue Notre Dame de Champs. There is a single entrance hall, kitchenette, and balcony before which curtains are drawn. It is a winter afternoon, and a young man is busy at an easel placed close beside the north light. A young woman arranges tea things on the table. Joe? Um. Joe! Um, uh, she walks over, draws his watch from his pocket, and shows him the time. It's nearly four o'clock. Uh, uh just a minute. The light's fine. I, I want to finish. Yes, I know, but he may be here any minute. Tion? Yes. Well, that'll keep him... Well, I get ready. Uh, uh, that's mostly what I—that's uh, mostly what they came for, anyhow. But he's different. He isn't a cook's tourist. No, he's a relative. You wouldn't say that if one of your family dropped in. Besides, I've never even seen him, and he's something of a collector, Joe. He buys pictures. Uh, so I hear uh, the last thing he bought was a was a boy uh, was a what the. F- was a Borg, 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 Well, he's a relative, and when he sees your last things, um, there, it's all done. I'm crazy to see it, Joe. But run and get ready. Shh. All right. When the f- am I gonna freaking come in? I, you're Mr. Wentworth. You're about to come in. Actually, I'm getting. I want to say that I'm getting freaking extremely freaking bored. It's a bit. Let it play out. Yeah, I have no idea what's happening. A knock at the door. Ru- Joe runs upstairs to the balcony. Sylvia opens the door and admits Mr. Wentworth, rather stout and with gold spectacles. Sandy, that's your line. Um, 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 all right. So, this, okay. Um, where, where the heck are, okay. Um, uh, uh, Mrs. Regan, uh, Mrs., <clears throat> excuse me, Mrs. Carson. Yes, this is Mr. Wentworth. Joe and I have been expecting you. Let me take your coat. Your studio's, the studio's rather upset just now. Sandy? Sandy that, that's me again. Um, all right, uh, where the heck, where the heck are we? Where the heck are we? Uh, delightful, how I love the atmosphere of work in a studio. I used to paint a bit myself, you know. Did you? Father never mentioned that. Oh, I guess everybody has forgotten it now. An early adventure with life. Goodness only knows what might have happened, though, if the business hadn't fallen on me to look out for. I might have been a great artist. I'm sure you would, Mr. Wentworth. You've always been interested in art, haven't you? Yes, indeed. Of course, I have been very busy until lately, but I always followed the best English magazine, uh, English magazines. 
My husband's upstairs getting the paint off his hands. He will be down in a minute. Then we'll have some tea. You don't paint, do you, Silvio? I may call you Silvio, may I not? Of course, no, I don't paint. I just fly around amongst the artists and see what's going on. Are you staying in Paris very long? A couple a couple of weeks more at least. I am I'm reveling in the gallery for in the galleries and museum and the museums here. Here comes Joe. Joe, I want you to meet my cousin, Mr. Wentworth. Mr. Wentworth, Mr. Carson. That's you. That's oh. you. Oh, okay. Uh, very glad to meet you, Mr. Wentworth. Sandy! That's me? Yeah, okay. you're Mr. Wentworth. I'm Mr. Went- I, I thought I was playing... Who am I? I'm playing Mr. Wentworth. Wentworth. Yeah. This play is reading terrible. Um, it's a great pleasure for me to meet a real artist, Mr. Carson. Uh, excuse me a moment. Oh. No, that's me. That's wrong. That's, that's him. Excuse me a moment. I'll bring the tea. Oh, as for that, I am working along. Sometimes I hit it. What the freaking heck? Um, ars longa, vita brita, vig, ars blanca, vita britis, you know? That is freaking just gibberish. Um, I want to see your pictures very much. Uh, I was just telling Silvio how I did light in the Louvre. Um, I go there with a class for lectures every morning. I suppose you often copy the old masters? Uh, copy the old masters? I should say not. Uh, I'm not a, I'm, uh, I'm not out to be a camera. It's all I can do to work out my own impressions. Oh, I see. But the tea's ready. Joe, bring up that chair for Mr. Wentworth. Mr. Wentworth, do you take cream and sugar? If you please, yes, two lumps. There's nothing like the atmosphere of a studio, is there? I love it. I feel I have missed so much. Still, the instinct for beauty, fragile as it is, does persist. I was surprised to feel so many of my old emotions awake on coming to Paris. So much that hasn't been real for me for years. I haven't gained, I have gained much inspiration uh, for planning my new house. You are building a new house? I have heard Father talk about your collection of Japanese prints. A really delightful thing, Japanese prints. Yes, I intend... The, what? Can we... How much What? How much longer is this replay? What is this? this yeah, what, what, we're what about... Is the, we're about uh, one quarter in. We're a quarter into this? I have no idea what's happening. We're just talking about nothing. This is the most boring freaking piece of crap I've ever read in my freaking life. Well, Mr. Wentworth has come to visit. And obviously, Joe Cranston and Sylvia Cranston are trying to make a good impression to see if Mr. Wentworth will buy the art. Wait, so are we supposed to be French? Huh? I mean, they're talking about being in Paris and... I think they're expats. I don't know. Okay. I what I have to ask why why are we even doing this? That's a that's actually a good question. To give back, to give back to those our Uyghurs and Tweakers who don't get a chance very often to enjoy the theater. So, in do so, your idea of even giving back to some of our Uyghurs and Tweakers and the freaking Mayotards. First of all, I can only imagine how freaking confused the Mayotards are right now. Um, second of all, 
your idea of giving back to them is by reading a royalty-free play written in freaking 1916 by a man that no one's freaking heard of. Yeah. I'm going to skip ahead to, because I, I need to see, like, does Joe start freaking playing with himself in the middle of the, the tea, or does Mr. Wemworth and, and Silvio, do they start freaking, like, killing each other? What happens? Yeah. Who, who has a freaking gun in this freaking scene? When is it going to turn out that freaking Mr. Wentworth has a freaking gun? And he's actually freaking Dunkirk, and he blows everyone away. Well, and, I don't and know. And then turns I'm, the freaking gun on it himself. And lost my spot. Okay, um, well, I'm... I gotta tell you, I'm I'm down in the I'm down at the bottom of the play, and at one point they, they just keep talking and talking, and then at one point Mr. Wentworth just leaves. What does it say? Oh, well, I, I found I found that part. All right, yeah. Should we just skip to the end? Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, so how about we you start with here's your coat, Mr. Wentworth. Um, here's your coat, Mr. Wentworth. Thank you, and thank you for all the delicious tea, Silvio. If I weren't leaving town so soon, good night. Good night. The stairs are rather dark. He goes Damn. out. That's basically it. That yeah. Man, mm. terrible play. Terrible. Yeah. Absolutely freaking terrible little freaking play. Well, yeah, I have a ba- sure. I have a backup in case we couldn't get through that one. I thought maybe the words would be too big for Sandy or the dialect would be too complicated for Tadia. So I don't know what, why you would think I that? Don't know. Well, geez, Louise, down to my knees. If you want to click on the second nodule, we have another play called Incompatibles. Can you freaking promise me that this play is different than the one that we just read? Yes, this okay, is because I'm I'm seeing I'm looking at it and it's written by the same freaking person. Well, it is a play in one act by Horace Holly and it's from it's a reprint from read aloud plays and it was published in 1916. Yeah, this sounds very, very freaking similar to the yeah. horribly boring play that we just read. The characters are Marion played by Tadia Risher, Fred. Huh. Played by Sandy Vargas and George, played by Taylor Lofton. It's am I a woman in this play? Yeah. Oh, should I do an accent? Should I do? Do I? I'll figure it out. A corner table in a Broadway restaurant at evening. Between the man and woman who have just taken seats is a bouquet of red roses. No, I don't want any oysters or clams. I ate enough seafood in Atlantic City to last a season. I want some... Oh, what gorgeous flowers! I love the smell of roses, especially out of season. Why, the other tables haven't any. Fred, did you? I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna freaking read it like that. Should I stop reading it like that? No. Okay. No, I no, I thought I think what you were doing was quite fascinating. I think what you were doing was freaking great. Okay. Um, all right, can you give me the freaking lead in one more time? Because I just didn't want anybody yeah, to. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I got you. <clears throat> Fred, did you? Sure, I did, Marion. I knew you'd like them. I do, but you mustn't be a silly boy any longer, Fred. I will too. It isn't silly to give you flowers. Oh, that's right, Fred. Goodness knows I like the flowers, but I'm not a young idiot who expects her honeymoon to last forever. I've had one experience, you know. (laughs) Yes, but you mustn't judge all men by him. Oh, I don't. I knew well enough you're different, or I'd never have married you. But at the same time... Well, I'm going to show you that a real man 
don't get over the fun of being married to a peach like you in just two weeks. You don't want me to, do you? (laughs) Of course not, Fred. Didn't I say we were different? Uh, But I don't want you to set a pace you can't keep up. You'd hate me in no time if I did. I couldn't hate you, girly. Hmm. Besides, uh, isn't this... This is making me kind of uncomfortable. Uh, Besides, isn't this... Because I can tell that he's going to freaking pull his freaking penis out in a second. Um... Besides, this isn't our first night. I don't want to confuse anybody. That's not one of the lines. I'm just saying that's that was um, that's the vibe we're getting from this commentary. Play. Yeah, about yeah. the freaking where that freaking was. I uh, this is our first night back in the old town. We shan't, uh, we shat, we shan't, we shan't, we shat in the dinner. We shan't, we shan't be having freaking dinner out like this every every day. Well, only I don't want to have you flop all of a sudden like he did. What do you have? A cocktail? See, this is all. This is what you call a freaking double entendre because she mentions the freaking flop. He's gonna freaking flop his beans out of his freaking trousers in a second, and then she mentions freaking cocktail. Yeah, because um, his dangly Johnson looks like a tail. Uh, okay. I'll just keep going. Um, what's the matter, Marion? Um, That's you. Oh. Oh, well, only I don't want to have... No! You are freaking, you are freaking skipping ahead. Oh, my it's, God. Shh, don't turn around. Shh, um, shh, don't turn around. What's up? Him. Him who? George. Good Lord. Well, don't mind him. He hasn't got anything on you now. You're mine. Oh, sure I am. If he isn't looking, he's with a woman by Jingo. It's that millinery kid. Are we allowed to freaking say that on the radio? Yeah, I don't know if I'm allowed to say Jingo on the radio. Wait, what? I don't know what that means. I don't I know what it means either, but it doesn't sound either, good. It doesn't sound freaking good. What does millinery mean? I don't know what any of these freaking... I don't know what any of this is. Well, that has I don't to know be what's happening in this either. Well, let's yeah. just apologize now, and then we're all sorry. Also, we didn't is, mean it. You also, know. why is he here with a kid? It's not a kid. Sandy, read It says in the play, Millet. Right. Um, the nerve of him. No. Oh, oh, come on. What will you have? Besides, she might have made the clothes herself. No, well, you skipped. This is not going well. Weegers and tweakers, and I haven't even gotten to come in. My character's name is George. Can we skip to when freaking George walks in, please? Yeah. Sure. It starts with freaking hello, Marion. Hello, Marion. <laughs> what? Got a grouch on your honeymoon? That's a bad sign, Marion. F*** you, dude. Oh, no, I'm sorry. That was... I just kind of reacted. Um, no, I haven't got any grouch. Don't you worry. You're the only grouch I ever had, thank the Lord. Well, then this isn't everyone. What the? This this is a bust. I can't do it. I can't do it. That's the end. End of play. Horace Holly is mm, not very um, good. Yeah. And I think that it is probably a good move at this point to apologize uh, to all of our freaking listeners um, in an attempt to give back to you and the community of freaking large. What we've actually done is read... Uh, excerpts from two completely freaking boring plays uh, written by a man who is who's, who's freaking been dead for damn near freaking thousand years uh, who never knew how to freaking write to begin with. Yeah. 
what we've done, I guess, accidentally is taken a bit of your life away. And in doing so, we apologize and hope to do better. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't I don't think, well, Which, I wouldn't go back to Horace Holly. Try this again next week. Tweakers, tweakers, thrills, freaking seekers. We've got a great freaking show for you, full of freaking our week's news and discussions. If you want to call in and join the conversation, call 513-914-6201. Tell us what we're doing right. Tell us what we're doing wrong. You might get put on blast, but you also might get a prize or two. Without further freaking ado, our week's news and discussions start freaking now. Last week, actor Michael Gambon died, according to people. He was 82. Sir Michael Gambon, the Irish-born British actor of the stage and screen known for playing Dumbledore in the Harry Potter films, died in the hospital after contracting a, quote, bout of pneumonia. Gambon died peacefully in the hospital late Wednesday evening. His representative confirmed in a statement issued on behalf of his wife, Lady Gambon, and son Fergus. So... Jeez Louise, down in my knees, dead is he. Gambon, he is, and he is dead now. Yeah. Yeah, um, this is, there's no other way to put this. This is freaking huge. Socking. Um, socking. Honestly, freaking socking. Uh, all Uyghurs and Tweakers, and even the freaking Mayo Tarts know. We here at Regan Our Weekend Review are huge um, Harry Potter freaking um, freaking fanatics. Um, we love freaking Voldemort. Um, we love uh, Gandalf. We love freaking Snape, and we love all the freaking uh, that populate the freaking school of freaking Hogs- uh, Hogwarts. Um, Hogwarts. Hogwarts. No. Man. Um, is is a freaking book and movie about freaking wizards and uh, freaking posins, and some of the best freaking scenes come from the freaking posins. And I would say that my one of my favorite freaking scenes in the whole freaking series is when freaking Sir Gambon um, freaking guzzles one of these freaking posins, and yep, you freaking guessed it. Um, freaking pop goes a freaking weasel, if you know what I freaking mean. Mm. And the and and it was at that point that freaking Snape freaking Snape because Snape's uh, got a freaking book out on his freaking desk. He's got a great freaking a great freaking text. Uh, a freaking book about the biggest freaking wizard encyclopedia you've ever seen in your freaking life. And freaking, yep, you freaking guess it. Freaking Sir Gambon, freaking Guzzles, he's freaking posing. Freaking Pop goes a freaking weasel. He's fully freaking erect with a giant freaking wizard freaking uh, schlong. And freaking Snape is freaking teaching the classes. And he says freaking end of freaking lesson. He freaking shuts the freaking text. Yep, you freaking guessed it. Freaking Gambon's got his freaking little Gandalf freaking schlong right there in the freaking book. Freaking closed shut. And this is, and these are, what you got to understand is these are freaking magical freaking books. So the freaking, so the, the freaking hardcover freaking bounds together, clamps down like a freaking Venus freaking fly trap. And freaking Gandalf. Um, Mr. Gambon freaking runs around the freaking classroom with a freaking giant freaking book freaking stuck to his freaking um well it is a freaking hilarious freaking scene and we're all gonna miss freaking Gambon uh quite a bit. My uh my thoughts and freaking prayers go out to freaking Lady Gambon and freaking Fergus Gambon and uh and we will freaking I will know for a fact that I will keep him in my freaking heart uh to the day I freaking die. Yeah, we'll never forget him and we'll never replace him. And we wouldn't want to. Now, that does beg the question, if they begin to make the Harry Potter's movies again, who will replace him? Yeah, and and without waiting even a freaking second further, I'd like to begin speculating on who would be a good replacement um, for freaking Gambon now that he's freaking dead. I mean, my my first thought goes straight to Fergus. 
Well, uh, obviously that would be uh, emotionally a, a for 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 if if they decide to take the Harry Potter films in a in a freaking prequel direction where they where they follows young Gambon mm. um, as he's navigating uh, freaking Hogwarts and um, and freaking Diagon Alley. Um, Maybe it would be a freaking good move to freaking get Virgus Gambon uh, in his uh, in the freaking in the freaking trousers that freaking Dumbledore is known for, uh, big freaking billowy freaking trousers and uh, the freaking pointed cap. Um, I would probably suggest someone uh, uh, far freaking older. Um, well, I think Rick Moranis would be great. Rick Moranis could be freaking mm-hmm. hilarious. And I do want to make a quick point about Son Fergus. Fergus Gambon is that what a lot of people don't know how severely disabled the boy is. And it might, obviously the movie's about magic. Maybe they could do a spell, fix his legs, but then his spine would still be twisted. And if they Mm. fixed his spine, his teeth would still be mangled and his eyes would still be misshaped. And if they fixed all that, his brain would still be sour. So I don't know that he's a good choice. I do think a Rick Moranis could do it. Come out of freaking retirement. Be a mumbling bant gambon. That's what we all well, want. See, no, and this is, and that's freaking very freaking interesting because I think a good route because because you bring up a good point and that freaking magic does freaking exist in the world of freaking uh, Master Gambon. And if freaking we want to get freaking Fergus to play freaking Gambon the young, um, even with all of his freaking various freaking uh, freaking ailments and freaking disabilities. I don't think it would be a horrible idea to freaking strap this kid to one of those freaking brooms and let him just freaking fly around. Um, yeah, maybe during the credits or something like that, but I don't necessarily think it's appropriate for the movie. Yeah, um, maybe it's some sort of freaking outtake, freaking blueberry, a la freaking the films of freaking Jackie Chan. Mm-hmm. Um, you can have you can have freaking young Gambon freaking strapped to a freaking broom. It's freaking flying out of control. He's freaking bumping into freaking walls. He's freaking he. It's and they got all those freaking floating candles in the freaking great uh, dinner hall. Freaking rooms freaking catching fire he's freaking he's setting the whole freaking school ablaze everybody's trying to freaking catch him and he's very freaking slippery he twists right out because his freaking spine is freaking mangled yeah yeah never be able to get hit with them bludgeons so anyone else anyone else on the docket um michael kane yeah Michael Caine would extremely do a good old, job. Another extremely old man. The mm-hmm. fear is that he died during the filming, which I would be greatly afraid of. And then we're back to square one. Got to start the whole movies over again. So, yeah. last week in local news, longtime news anchor Buck Kutchko announced that he will be leaving the News Eight at Four desk for a new role at Channel Eight, according to the Democrat and Chronicle. In the an announcement posted to Facebook on Monday, WROC's Buck Kutchko in insisted he is not retiring quote i am leaving the studio work and anchoring here at my beloved channel eight at the end of this week after 32 years we're where has all the time gone buck said the news comes on the heels of the announcement that rochester radio personality terry clifford will be signing off the air for the last time and in an even more shocking turn of events radio 95 brother weasel will be moving to a later time slot so geez louise down on my knees a lot to unpack here and what we have here and i have tried at times to reach out to some of these people to broker an alliance against Dawson. 
And now those chess pieces that we were working so hard to orient against Evan Dawson of WXXI Connections are one by one falling. And now Buck Cutco isn't even doing the freaking evening news. Tadia, what the hell are you doing? Nothing. Milling about back there, playing with himself, playing with his turkey. Oh, I am playing with myself a little bit. Sandy Farkas, is this as big a problem or am I being paranoid? Uh, I don't think you're being freaking paranoid. I think I think that there is there's a very clear uh, indication of what's freaking happening behind the freaking scenes right now. We, at one point, were trying to freaking broker freaking alliances. Uh, everywhere you could turn, we say, okay, this guy we need on our freaking side. Freaking Butch Kutchko. Um, freaking Terry Glivered. Um, the f***ing idiot um, from The Nerve. Um, uh, Mark Myra. Um, we just, I mean, we just, we reached out to freaking everyone we possibly could. And wouldn't you know it, one by one, they keep freaking dropping. Yeah. Dropping like freaking flies. And... And it it really it smells uh, it smells it smells like freaking trouble. If I'm being freaking honest with you, and it freaking smells like freaking Mr. Freaking Dawson got to them freaking first. And that's what I'm afraid of. Is that I'm not so afraid that freaking Buttcutco got taken down by freaking Evan Dawson. That I could handle. Yeah. But if he's recruiting him to be on his side, if he's if he's choking the weasel, saying brother weasel. Come be on my side. Move yeah. your show out of my time spot. It's all fine. There's enough radio waves for everyone. Yeah, and, and, this, then, and this is this is what I freaking see happening. Is that is that these 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 freaking figures, these freaking public figures, are all of a sudden they're going to be freaking disappearing from 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 the freaking public freaking eye. And then, yep, just like freaking that, you freaking guessed it. Next thing you're going to know, there's freaking WXXI's freaking connections hosted by freaking Evan freaking Dawson, co-hosted by freaking Mr. Freaking Weasel, freaking Butch Kutchko, and freaking Kimberly, uh, Kimberly and freaking Beck, and freaking Lonsberry, freaking Blob, Blob, uh, freaking Blob Lonsberry. Blob Lonsberry. Yeah. yeah. And we are the last man standing. Yeah. With our backs mm-hmm. against the wall. It's just us and Sound of Tomorrow, God help us. And geez, Louise, down on my knees, we don't have a freaking leg to stand on. Yeah. And maybe if we, maybe if we had those freaking bums back, we'd well, have a freaking leg to stand on. But yeah, they were remitted to staying. I can they can have no contact with me. I've been forced. My army has been forced away. Another move probably by Dawson that he's controlling the courts. Now, Dawson has always used very familiar tactics. World War II tactics. Used by the Axis. And he is creating an Axis around him. And... I'm just hoping and praying, Sandy Farkas, he doesn't use the Blitzkrieg. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I want to freaking piggyback on that and say I am hoping he is not using the freaking Blitzkrieg. Because this whole time, I've been thinking that he's been playing a freaking game of freaking chess. But what he's actually playing is a game of freaking Chinese freaking checkers, and he's got every single one of them damn little freaking triangles except for one. And that's freaking us and freaking Sonic tomorrow, God forbid. Yeah. 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 It's us against everyone. And I've been trying to get on the phone with Ross Johnson and talk to him. 
Sit yeah, with him a while. Take, he won't take won't the calls. He won't take anybody's calls. No. Yeah. And Heather Bachowski, who is... Well, she doesn't like you. No, and she's basically persona non grata around the freaking R Week studios. Although, at this point, we don't have freaking a whole lot of freaking leeway. There's not a whole lot yeah. of choice we have. It's just us and Sound of Tomorrow. Can you believe that? This is what yeah. we've come to. It's embarrassing. I got the last time they came into freaking Artego Grill about freaking month, month, month and a half ago, and I tried to say they're trying. Look at them. They're trying to freaking get out of here without freaking paying their freaking bill. I caused a little bit of a freaking scene, and it turned out they were paying the freaking bill, and I was freaking drunk. And um, well, we are in hot water here, and the water's rising. We're up to our eyes. Sandy's nose is just sticking out. <laughs> Sucking down air. His legs don't work. He can't swim. We cannot afford to lose another radio war. Last week, police conducted a welfare check on Britney Spears after a video of the pop star dancing with knives went viral, according to Daily Boulder. Law enforcement officials conducted a welfare check on Spears on Thursday in response to her viral knife dancing video. After the Slave for You singer posted another video with injuries, including a bandage on her arm and a cut on her leg and a bruise on her back, concerns were raised amongst her fans. The next day, she posted a similar video in the same outfit without knives, but with visible injuries on her arm and back. Spears didn't mention the injuries in the caption, leading fans to speculate that the knives were real and had caused the wounds. So, we are dealing with somebody not of safe and sound mind. And... We know that we're here. Nobody's surprised by this. This isn't a zits a ways and we didn't see coming. If Brittany and her family and the world had their druthers, she would be locked up in an insane asylum in a padded room getting fed meals under her doors. No toilet, just a bucket. Wrapped in freaking a straight jacket with electroshock attached to her temples. Give her a nice zap every time she freaking acts out. And yet... The internet and the people on the internet had to rise up. Set her free, they said. Now, I say I want some of those people to say, Brittany, come into my home. Because I know not one of them would do it. No one of them would open their door to Brittany's beard. And neither would I. She's a nut. She should be locked away. And she has a low intelligency level. And that is a dangerous combination. Because she's crazy and she has absolutely no idea what is going on. It's a very dangerous situation. Honestly, to be honest with you, I would take her on our side because she is a wrecking ball. If only we could harness the energy that she freaking possesses. But I know we freaking tried to harness powers before and that have that we were not freaking capable of doing yeah and and here's the thing with britney spears particular powers is that they they are rooted very deeply in dark freaking magic yeah. and and she's been a, a wonderful vessel 
it's up to this point, but at, I mean, even friggin' Professor uh, Gambin couldn't even friggin' stop her now at this point. Yeah, so well, he's freaking dead, so. Oh my God, yeah. 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 She is like a tornado turned inward. And she won't stop until she's destroyed everything in her path, which yeah. is namely herself. Yeah. So, yeah. And, she, and on that front, she's doing freaking great. Yeah. yeah. She's winning. And dancing around with freaking knives. I mean, you're going to get, you know, and, the, and don't hurt yourself. And don't misread our tone. Hilarious story. Hilarious video. Hilarious, yeah. Absolutely freaking hilarious. Tweakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers. It's been a great freaking hilarious show, but we have one quick segment for you before we leave. Our week's NFL recap with the snowman. Tadia, that's you. Yeah, no, I, I'm aware. What a, what do you want me to do? Do an NFL recap and talk a little bit about what happened. Okay. Um, uh, Hold on, I'm just gonna look at the scores. So I wasn't really paying attention. Uh, the Bills won. Um, uh, the the Chargers lost uh, 24 to seven or won 24 to 17. Um, and the the 49ers won 35 to 16. Uh, the the, the the Cowboys beat the Patriots. We just can't just be talking about the scores. You gotta okay. talk about the big winners and the big losers. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I how about freaking Taylor Reed Swift? Oh, Taylor Reed Swift. Yeah, we can talk about it. Yeah, I mean, the biggest winner uh, in the NFL this week was 100% Taylor Swift fans, and uh, all the friggin' guys who are friends with, uh, are who are dating Taylor Swift uh, Swifties, because they they can finally watch football. Um, in, in f-ing peace, and 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 they could just, they, you know, their girlfriends can sit there and just wait for Taylor Swift to get shown on TV. They freaking cry a little bit about it, and then they go to sleep. And it's amazing. So those are the big winners. Uh, the biggest losers, um, probably uh, Jacksonville, because they had to play their game in London, and um, no one should be subjected to that. Yeah. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers. It's been a great freaking hilarious freaking episode of freaking our weekend review. We love you so very freaking much. We're so freaking hot and horny for you. Stay safe out there and we'll see you freaking next week. Well, geez Louise, I thought that went quite well. Now, what is the 411 on Duck Jordan? Because he is not here because he is cooking this extravagant meal with Mr. Wang of Wang Noodle. Ortego has teamed up with the two of them. I can't imagine it going well. Sandy Fargus, can you clue me in on those details? Uh, I did I did uh, make a phone call around uh, freaking 6.30 in um, an order uh, to, to, to see if I can uh, order some freaking takeout. Uh, and the word was that the place is absolutely freaking inundated, uh, freaking inundated uh, with freaking patrons, uh, with freaking patrons, um, and I guess they were not freaking prepared for the amount of uh, freaking Wang Noodle freaking customers that were willing to freaking step inside freaking Ortega freaking Grill. Mm-hmm. 
So Doug Jordan is swamped. Uh, I couldn't even get freaking Doug Jordan on the freaking phone. I was only freaking talking to Larry Brown, and he said, he said, this is a freaking direct quote, not a good time, Sandy. We're inundated. I hung up. Sounds absolutely freaking hilarious. We should go down there. Production of Our Week Studios. W A Y O L P Rochester.